KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, June 2nd. How the owner of the Padres is pitching in to address San Diego's homelessness crisis. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Every San Diego County representative in the House voted yes on the debt ceiling bill this week, except Representative Juan Vargas. The bill suspends the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling until 2025 and cuts spending. Vargas spoke to our media partner, 10 News. It was ultimately a bad bill. I mean, they're taking food out of the mouth of poor people. It's ridiculous. And so I couldn't vote for anything like that. For me, it was a pretty simple vote. I do understand how devastating it would be. And again, the situation would have been different if I didn't know the outcome before I went to the vote. The bill passed the House with bipartisan support. Close to 400,000 postcards are on the way to registered voters who live in District 4, listing how and where to vote in the special primary election. The August 15th special election is to fill Nathan Fletcher's vacant seat on the county's Board of Supervisors. The person elected will fill the seat for the remainder of the current term that ends in January 2027. If no candidate receives a majority of the vote during the primary, a special general election will be held on November 7th. SeaWorld San Diego's newest roller coaster opens today. The new Arctic Rescue Coaster gives riders the feeling of riding a snowmobile. It goes up to 40 miles per hour and is set to be the fastest and longest straddle coaster on the West Coast. According to the San Diego Union-Tribune, it's the fourth roller coaster the theme park has opened in five years. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. Dozens of asylum seekers are sleeping on the Mexican side of the San Ysidro border crossing. Many told border reporter Gustavo Solis that they don't feel safe in Tijuana and are in desperate need of help. Thousands of people cross the San Ysidro port of entry every single day. But right now, more than 200 migrants are sleeping out in the street right next to the travelers waiting to cross. A month ago, they would have been turned away from the border by the pandemic-era restriction known as Title 42. The Biden administration is now encouraging migrants to use a mobile app to schedule appointments and enter the country. But people sleeping outside, they say the app isn't working for them. One Honduran migrant said he's tried to secure an appointment for the last three months. He didn't give us his name because he's afraid to live in Tijuana, where other migrants have been kidnapped, assaulted, and killed. Lindsay Tuslowski is the executive director of the Immigrant Defenders Law Center. She says migrants still have a right to request asylum at the border even with the new asylum restrictions. The law is people who are coming to a port of entry have a right to seek asylum. And the asylum ban comes into play potentially years down the road. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. 
Padres owner Peter Seidler believes he can help create a better future for San Diego's unhoused population. Here's Maya Trabolsi with the story. Inside Peter Seidler's office at the Padres headquarters, we step back in history. Ah, my my favorite rock band of all time, (laughs) the Rolling Stones, live in San Diego. 1981. As he walks us through some of his unique baseball memorabilia, he recalls some of his fondest memories. I'll show you this. He shows us a family oh photo goodness. from 1931. This is uh, from my grandfather, Walter O'Malley, and my grandmother Kay's uh, wedding. So. Walter O'Malley famously brought the Dodgers to L.A. from New York in 1957. So as his grandson, Seidler's baseball roots run deep. But he has his sights firmly set on the future not just for the Padres and the team's fans. But for those who hear the roar of the crowds from beyond the ballpark's walls, San Diego's unhoused population. Flanking almost every side of the ballpark, they settle on these downtown streets to be close to service providers. The, the sadness is endless. You know, every new homeless face that you see, like you can see, you know, something really good inside that person that's suffering right now and and you want to help them. And help them is precisely what Seidler has rolled up his sleeves to do. Oh yeah, I've I've got a strong appetite for that. You know, bottom line, it's, it's just a humanity issue, really. It's a personal mission, but one where he can use the profile of the Padres to create a bigger impact for San Diego. The ballpark is a place for joy. You know, people come out here and they want to forget their worries. And for a long time, I thought, you know, this is my personal endeavor. But I think now that the homeless population has grown and currently is growing with with real visibility to um, bring it back on the decline, we've decided in here to put our foot to the accelerator and what the Padres can do to help. Seidler is a member of the board of directors for the Lucky Duck Foundation, which funds and implements programs to alleviate homelessness. One of the newest programs to launch is a pizza and print shop on Fifth Avenue called Timmy's Place. The Lucky Duck Foundation worked with Urban Street Angels to add 20 additional beds to the adjoining youth shelter, where transitional youth can stay indefinitely. Some of them will work at Timmy's, but they'll be learning so much more than making coffee and pizza. Whatever they need, you know, learning how to balance a checkbook or use a credit card or, you know, the the various things that all of us have to learn at some point in life and just open up a menu of options for them. On a will that could lift us far beyond a shelter and into a home. Timmy's Cafe employee, Ren Williams, reads from a poem he wrote after experiencing homelessness for more than a year. He says programs like Urban Street Angels and Timmy's gave him what he was quickly running out of, hope and trust. It meant my whole world to me. He says he wishes people would assume that homelessness is more complicated than it looks and shares this message for San Diegans. We need you now, we need you now. Um, So I would encourage San Diegans to just keep donating, keep showing up to places like Timmy's. Just being a kind face is huge too. Smiling, goodness, smiling at a homeless person is um, in of itself a lot. The San Diego spirit, people collaborate, people compromise, people generally want to do their fair share. Peter Seidler says it is important for people to know that he is committed to the issue for life. But beyond the ballpark gates, reality continues to live on these streets. 
Much like the growing dreams for the Padres, Seidler is stacking the deck to change experiences of homelessness to experiences of hope. There's a lot of great things we can do on this planet, and I intend to be here for a long, long time. Maya Trabulsi, KPBS News. Coming up, we have you covered with plans for your weekend. That and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. The celebration of Pride Month officially started with a historic raising of the flag, honoring the LGBTQ community. Education reporter M.G. Perez takes us on campus for the story. For the first time in the 50-year history of the San Diego Community College District, an intersex inclusive progressive pride flag waves over the main office and all of its eight campuses. The flags are raised in honor of Pride Month and to address the recent backlash against initiatives to support diversity and inclusion. Gregory Smith is the district's acting chancellor. And we recognize the vital civic role that our institutions have in shaping a collective future where every member of our LGBTQIA community lives authentically and thrives. The historic flag raising can be traced indirectly to the COVID shutdown of 2020, a time when trustees identified new priorities and later passed a pride resolution declaring every June LGBTQ plus month across the district. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. The Rock and Roll Marathon is back in town this weekend for its 25th anniversary. Reporter Melissa May talked with some runners who have participated in every single San Diego race. For the 25th time, the Rock and Roll Running Series will take over San Diego neighborhoods and welcome more than 25,000 runners. Johan Otter is one of the marathon's legacy runners, a group of about 50 who have run all 25 San Diego Rock and Roll Marathons, Otter kept on running even after getting attacked by a grizzly bear at Glacier National Park. I broke my neck, ribs, descalped, and to get back again to marathon running was my objective goal, to physically be able to do that again. And 10 months after that attack, Johan ran his eighth straight rock and roll marathon. This year's marathon activities include a health and fitness expo at the convention center. There will be a 5K race on Saturday, and the marathon and half marathon happen on Sunday. Melissa May, KPBS News. Also this weekend, the sequel to the 2018 animated hit Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse finally hits theaters. KPBS cinema junkie Beth Alcamando says Spider-Man Across the Universe was worth the wait. My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. 
Ever since Miles swung onto the screen, he's been my favorite Marvel character. And with the arrival of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, his films remain at the very top of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. Both films have just done their own thing and defined their own audacious style, overflowing with action, humor, and heartfelt emotion. The animation is spectacular. It's breathtakingly innovative and cinematic, but also deeply indebted to the comic book form. As with the first film, there's a surprising emotional weight to the story that catches you off guard. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. I have only one complaint about this otherwise perfect film, and that's about the Empire Strikes Back cliffhanger ending. I was not expecting that, and there's something frustrating about the lack of resolution. But the third film is supposedly coming out early next year. And since Miles has yet to disappoint me, I'll just try to wait patiently to find out what happens. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. And before you go, arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans rounded up some weekend arts events for us. She shared all the details with my colleague Maureen Cavanaugh. Julia started their conversation by talking about a book fair in North County that's happening tomorrow. This one's hosted by local authors. They're also retired teachers. So once you retire from teaching, you probably never actually give up wanting to share literature with the world. Uh, They have a bunch of featured authors. Three of them, T. Jefferson Parker, Linda Thomas-Sundstrom, and Matt Coyle, will be doing readings and author spotlights. But Dozens and dozens of other authors will be there with their books from all genres, including children's books. So this is something to bring the whole family to. It's 10 to 4 in the Art and Education Studios at Center for the Arts Escondido, and it's free. All right, then how about some music? Are there any bands coming to town that are on your radar? Yes, so there's an alt-rock band. They're coming to Soda Bar Friday night. They're called Arts Fishing Club, which is a great name. They're based in Nashville and touring, and they have a new album on the way later this month. It's called Rothko Sky, and this is one of the latest singles called Doug's Song. The band Homes at Night and singer-songwriter Dory Valentine are opening, and both are really chill indie, so this is going to be a really nice show. It's Friday. The doors open at 7.30 at the Soda Bar. And then at the Old Globe, they're hosting performances of Frontera Project in partnership with some cross-border theater companies. What do you know about that? Yeah, so this is from the bilingual theater company Tijuana Ace Teatro and New Feet Productions. They're partnering with the Old Globe Arts Engagement this weekend. It's kind of an interactive bilingual experience. And if you're only an English speaker, you'll definitely still be able to experience everything. The show is a collection of stories about the U.S.-Mexico border performed using theater, music, and movement, and what they call play. There's participation, but it's not entirely participatory. Um, It's going to feel more organic than just sitting back and watching a play in the dark, though. Uh, And these are such vital and beautiful stories. The shows are Friday and Saturday nights at 7 o'clock and then Sunday at 2 at the Old Globe in Balboa Park. That was arts editor and producer Julia Dixon-Evans speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Maureen Cavanaugh on her last Midday Edition show, 
Marina's retiring after 25 years at the station. Although I will miss hearing your voice on our airwaves and in the Midday Edition podcast, I'm so excited for your next adventure, and I wish you the very best, Maureen. Thank you for informing our community. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast is produced by KPBS producer Emmalyn Mohebi and edited by KPBS senior producer Brooke Ruth. We'd like to thank KPBS editor Nick McVicker, KPBS reporter Eric Anderson, and KPBS producer Ben Lacey for helping out the podcast team this week. As always, you can find more info on arts events and news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.